is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Cooking Casters for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. We're in Dubai. It's been a while. What do you, what do you uh, Americans say? It's been a minute. It's been a minute, yeah? It's been a minute. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> Gerald, big baby Miller, first yeah. of all. Obviously just finished the weigh-in today mm-hmm. here in Dubai at the Agenda Arena. Um, how are you, first of all? I'm alive, man. You know, um, they say you can't call yourself a real man if you don't face no adversity, you know, inside and out of the ring, you know. So everybody know what I've been through in boxing and in the professional world and in my in personal life as well, too, you know, going through divorces, breakups, and things like that, and dealing with, you know, deaths in the family, you know. It's been tough. It's been rough. But now I'm alive, and I'm great. Grateful. Obviously, uh, the last time I think we, we did an interview was quite, a few, feels like a few years ago now, mm-hmm. but there is kind of um, a missing period of mm-hmm. boxing. Um, obviously, you touched on some of the things that are going on uh, in your life, not just boxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, was that a difficult kind of four-year period, it looks like, kind of in between, mm-hmm. obviously you had those couple of fights last year, but in yeah. between that and the whole AJ thing, that was about a four-year period. Yeah, yeah, it's going on four years now. I mean, it's, it's been tough, you know, um, you know everything, 360's been, it's been tough the last couple of years. But as a man, I've learned a lot, you know, I've learned a lot about the friends, you know, family, people I thought I really had my back and, you know, in best interest. Uh, even, you know, I've known a lot about boxing, even from, be- from before. I even learned a lot more now. You know, a lot of promoters are just, you know, BS and contradiction, you know. I mean, I don't have to say their name at this point yet, but I probably will sooner in this interview. But um, it just, you know, they're, 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 I'm trying to be polite in some ways, but they're dick riders, you know. They're hot when they're hot, and then when you're not, they just try to, you know, pawn you off or sell you out. So. Well, I mean, uh, in that four-year period, mm-hmm. honestly, I was just said that, I just said that you had... Uh, a couple of, we'll call them kind of comeback fights. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, no disrespect know. to the opponents, yeah, but yeah, that, for yourself, that's yeah. some assuming how you would have viewed them. But yeah. at any point, even before that first one back, yeah. did you contemplate just maybe thinking kind of fuck boxing and coming out of it? Um, I mean, for the first, I think by the second year, I was kind of thinking that a little, little bit. I was doing some stuff, um, 
training for WWE and um, I have some music I've been working on as well too. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I have some very influential finance people I've been learning some other things from just to, you know, put my mind at ease and not think about boxing. But that warrior in me knows I have unfinished business. So even though it was a moment where my light kind of got dimmed spiritually and mentally, I knew that the killer in me has to come out, you know. And that's what it was, you know, it's finding ways to put it, put that in Pandora's box and then release it when it was time, you know. So I've definitely found a space where I'm happy at, but now I know where I want to go, exactly where I want to go now, you know. Obviously, that interview we did in, in Brooklyn, mm -hmm. uh, which was, like I said, a few years ago, mm -hmm. we, we kind of went over that situation. And sure. I don't really want to uh, bring stuff up that you've spoken about that, that's in your past now, but yeah. that point in your life was a very important point in your mm -hmm. life because you were on the verge of your, your biggest fight to date. Sure. So having to deal with kind of the collapse of that alongside other things going on in your life must have right. been very difficult. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, you lose the biggest pity of your life, you know, and, you know, and in a rematch clause where there have been more money, it's, 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 it's hurtful. But then you realize something that, I, and I, that I've learned, you know, money's very important, and I'm going to be a billionaire. You know, I already know what I got to do to get there now, you know, outside of boxing, within boxing. But, you know, I learned something, you know, from listening to music as well with Bob Marley, you know, Money is infinite, you know, numbers are infinite. No amount of money in the world can make you happy. And I learned that even in a spiritual sense that I had to find myself out of that because, you know, living by myself for a while again and not having my kids around doing to my breakup, it caused me to re-evaluate myself outside of boxing, you know what I'm trying to say? And before I get myself right for boxing, I had to get myself right together. And that's what it came down to, you know. Um, you know, boxing is a learning experience in and outside the ring. So yes, losing the AJ fight did hurt, but it, it was easy to eliminate people out of my life that wasn't really meant, that wasn't there for me once that fight got canceled. You know, so it's crazy to me that, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm 34 on paper, really at 33, right? There's a whole other story behind that, but I'm still in my early 30s, you know, I'm, I'm undefeated. These guys are beat up and banged up, you know, fucking, you know, excuse my language. You know, Deontay's like a mental case, you know, AJ's just about out of there. He, you know, he don't know if he gonna shit or piss the way he be acting on camera. And, um, you know, Tyson, you know, only two top guys really is Tyson and Usyk. You know what I mean? Other than that, I'm the only American heavyweight. We didn't want to think about it. It's 100% only American heavyweight. That's, that's even fun to look at. Even fun to even put on an interview on the camera. I'm being modest right now, but don't worry, I'll turn up sooner or later. He's going to ask me one question. I'm going to turn up real soon. I'm trying, to be this, I'm trying to be calm for now, you know. But, yeah, you know how I am. Yeah. Gerald, at, at 33, 34, yeah. I'm going to keep saying that when I refer to your age, yeah. 33, 34, you believe that you can truly, obviously you've got your fight with Lucas Brown sa Saturday night mm. here in Dubai, but you believe that you come through Lucas Brown, mm. that you can map your path and mm. mix it again with the likes of the guys you're still talking, whether it's Wilder, whether it's AJ, mm. whether it's... Tyson, Usyk, you believe that that's where you belong? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I took a lot from Spar. I sparred Tyson last year. I think he was getting ready for Dylan White. And uh, I came into camp at 350 pounds, 350 pounds, and I did more than handle myself very well. So I knew what I needed. I knew what I needed to tune up. I knew I needed to work on it. I needed to get some paperwork, contraction stuff, the issues together, put together right. And like I said before, you, as a fighter, you have to be realistic with yourself. You got to know how to manage yourself. This is if you was hiring a manager. I knew I was heavy. My first fight back, I trained three weeks. I only didn't even really run. And I thought that guy was good for 10 rounds. And I, you know, I peppered him up. But he got some good shots in there, too. So it was a wake up from that, OK, 
I'm 3.45 and I can do this, time to get to work. Next week, next month, I fought again at 3.30-something. You know, I stopped that guy, but now I'm finding a real game opponent. He's a little older than Lucas Brown. And I'm down at 3.30, you know, so I feel good. I feel great. Uh, you know, I've been working on getting the weight down, you know, doing everything the right way, following all the guidelines, listening to the right people. And I know by my next my next camp, which I'm probably going to go apart two weeks after this fight, I'll be well under, you know, 3.15 and have that stocky self back, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um, obviously, I know we're not going to, or you're not going to get ahead of yourself. You still, obviously, you've got your job to do Correct. on Saturday night. But let's talk about it, let's let's talk about let's it. Talk about it now. <laughs> let's cut straight to the chase. Do you still think somewhere there that the Joshua fight could still be there? Yeah, Joshua fight has to still be there. Not too reason why. Joshua was getting his ass whooped <laughs> too many damn times. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I might got my ass whooped in real life. He's been getting his ass whooped in the ring. So, yes, he wants an easy opponent. He's, he's fighting, uh, what's his name again? Jermaine, um, Franklin. Jermaine Franklin, who came up a loss with Dylan White. So that kind of shows the mental state of where he's at, where his team is at, where they're looking for a win. You know, they took an easy fight. This is the win. Now, after this, where does Anthony Joshua really go? Really, like maybe Dylan White fight? Really, who wants to see that? He's not fine tight. He's not Usyk. He's sure he's not going to fight Deontay. So, you know, you know, I, I told myself I was going to be the bigger person when I talk about Eddie Hearn, and we all know he's a hypocrite at, at, at many times. He, he says so much nonsense, and we'll get about the guy that failed other tests, Ben or what his name is. We'll talk about that a little bit. But let's just go for the information. I'm, don't kill the message. I'm just giving you facts, right? So let's just say, for instance, now, AJ, I've heard from plenty of people, AJ said he wants to fight. If AJ really is the boss, he has to be the one that wants to fight. Eddie Hurd doesn't want that fight. Matthew don't want the fight. But AJ's the man. He, if he's the boss, he said he wants to fight. He's coming to America, training in Texas. He's telling people he wants to fight. Last time Matthew really came to America, they flopped. AJ came to America, he flopped, got his ass whooped. He hasn't been back since. So how can you be a world champion even if you never won one fight in America? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, how can you call yourself that guy? You call you a tough guy, I'm this and that, but you got your ass whooped by my brother Taco Bell. So at least come back and fight the cheeseburger. Let's see what you're really talking about. Fight somebody's really game. Regardless, you want to talk and bring up nonsense. Listen, man, you know what these guys do, man. Let's, let's pull that bullshit out. Let's be like, man, let's get in the ring and let's bang it out so I can really retire your punk ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> in uh, quite a few interviews around that time that Eddie Hearn would have done with us and whatever other channel, I think mm -hmm. I'm not going to quote him here, but I'm pretty certain he would have said at the time, or he did say at the time, that... Uh, most unlikely that he would work with you again. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty certain he said that. I mean, yeah, I can't. Heard yeah. Before we yeah, heard other things all throughout the years that maybe one day it'd be about work together, blah blah blah. But you understand something, bro. When people are ass hurt, they say things that get emotional, right? You know, Eddie says a lot of things when he gets emotional. But he got to be a bigger man and 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 pick up the pieces. You know, I'm trying to say he's done. He he know what he's done. He he know who's whose hands he's washing and whose knuckles he's had to polish over the years to get certain fighters' fights, is what I'm trying to say. I'm not, I like Dylan White. You know, I take my, I'm a big fan of Dylan White, don't get me wrong, but know his situation, you know. Uh, the other guy, Ben, look at his situation. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, Molina, his situation. Pavekin, his situation. Ortiz, his situation. Canelo, his situation. I go on and on, bro. So this guy's the biggest hypocrite. Why is it? Because the black men from America, I talk a lot of smacking on the back it up. That's the reason why you're coming for me. But like I said before, I've done a lot less than what these guys have got in trouble for. But the information, people just don't really care about it. And at this point, who gives a fuck? I'm back and I'm ready to attack. So, an ideal 2023, mm -hmm. boxing-wise, mm -hmm. if you could map out. What's the, we're in March. Mm -hmm. So if you were to fight, I'm assuming after... Tomorrow night, 
or it could be tonight by the time this interview goes out, Saturday yeah. night, yeah. if I could map out two fights for you mm. f to close off 2023, where do you go? What uh, path do you go? Um, Dubois and AJ. And I'd say the reason why um, Dubois' team has definitely been animated about making a fight happen. Uh, I think Frank wants to make a fight happen. Um, I can't tell you exactly where it's going to be, but um, yeah, you know, I would definitely want Dubois to fight. And he, I heard he's, he, he wants that fight too. So I think Dubois would be next. Um, after Dubois, I'd really make a run for AJ, you know, because he's going to get his ass broke sooner or later. So I want to really break his bones before, you know, he, he's no market or valuable or no money behind him. So that'd be, the, that'd be the thing. And then from there, we take Tyson or Usyk as a belt from that point on. Because at this point now, boxing is real commodity in some ways now, right? They want to make the best fights, but you got to have some kind of name. You got to have some kind of marketability. You got to be able to talk. So either you have a bunch of fake Instagram followers or you can actually really talk and back it up. I don't have the Instagram fake followers like some of these guys have, but they know I can back it up. People really want to tune in. I'm the last American hope right now. So who else they got right now? You know what I'm trying to say? So at this point, it has to be me. And it has me be ready, be ready, ready, set, go. And one of these guys are going to call me out or somebody goes to the plate up. We're going to knock their head off. Jared, where do you think uh, Wilder is? Obviously, he had a, a layoff after the third mm -hmm. Tyson Fury fight, came back with uh, an emphatic knockout of uh, Robert Hellenius. Mm -hmm. uh, but where do you think Wilder is? There's talk of him fighting Andy Ruiz, possibly. Mm -hmm. uh, where do you think he is kind of in his career? And where do you think his head's at? Uh, I don't think he's 100% there mentally as of yet. Um, but he's still, a, still, in the, still in the game. You know, he only got two losses. But, uh, you know, his right hand is an equalizer. You know, his right hand is always going to be equalizer in boxing, you know. So the last thing to go in boxing is the power, you know. So uh, he's definitely a player in the game. Is, is, is there anybody that really wants to see him at the top level to fight for a title right now? I don't think as of yet. I think there's a few other fights that people want to see before he gets a title shot again. But uh, he's definitely playing the game. You know, you can't knock him off for that. You know, only fights and losses is a world champion fight to the world champion. So you got to take his hat off to him. But, uh, yeah, I don't think he's immensely all there yet. You know what I mean? But, like I said, that right hand still got him in the game. When you spent that time uh, with Tyson Fury, which was, what, a couple of years ago now? No, no, no. Was it more last, recent? I went last year. I went last year when he fought Dylan White. Oh, so okay. We all right, okay. I'm working again for about uh, three, three, three and a half weeks. Things are three weeks. Did you guys talk um, about a potential fight in the future? Like uh, when you were spending time with him, was yeah. that ever discussed? Nah, we didn't really discuss that. Me and Tyson always keep it cordial, man. But we've always been a good guy down to earth and cool, man. It's so funny because him and Sugar says, listen, man, I'm about to lead the game, man. Tyson said he wants to manage me, man. I, I beat all these guys. So Tyson, Tyson, I know Tyson talks a lot, but he means, he, Tyson talks a lot, but he means well. You know, but I know for a fact, I didn't think Tyson was going to retire at the top of his game after that Dylan White. No one thought he was going to yeah, retire, yeah, to be fair. He's like, he's like, baby, you beat all these guys, man. Let me and Sugar manage you and train you, man. I'm like, Tyson, man, put it together, man, and let's see if we can make it work. But I know deep in my heart, I didn't think Tyson was going to retire. And here we are now, you know, nine months, ten months later, and he's fighting again, so. Gerald, I'm sure you, alongside all boxing fans, etc., would have seen the the antics online between Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk has been rather entertaining, yeah. especially, uh, we're used to it from Tyson, but to see kind of Alexander Usyk yeah. kind of making these videos as well has kind of, yeah, brightened everyone's yeah. uh, Tuesday or whatever. But um, the 70-30 reported split mm. that this fight's uh, gonna happen at, sure. if that's correct, and if, if the fight's gonna happen, uh, what do you think, is that fair or not? 
I, I don't think it's super duper fair, but that kind of shows you where Usyk's mind is at, where he just wants to make the fight. So I don't, I, I don't, I'm not mad at Usyk, but I felt that should have been at least a 60-40 split. You know what I mean? He, he got more belts than Tyson. You know what I mean? But I know Tyson has a bigger name right now than Usyk. But end of the day, I'm still a world champion. You, know, you, know, you gotta give me my respect. But that just shows you kind of man Usyk is, and he had confidence in himself. You know, so I take my hat off to both guys. You know, they're both phenomenal dudes outside the ring. I got nothing bad to say about that. I wish them both luck, and I hope they get to knock one of them one of their heads off soon enough. But uh, I do have to say about my prediction about that fight. A lot of people says that Tyson is going to just you know beat up an Usyk and walk him down. Now in my mind, I'm pulling it like 55-45 Tyson, right? Because they're they're both great phenomenal boxers. Tyson's more heavy-handed, but a lot of people that know how to box and have good foot fundamental give Tyson problems. And we all know Usyk is a great mover. Now, does he have power to to knock out Tyson on one punch? Can he sustain that weight being on him? I don't think so. And that's why I give the edge to Tyson more. But I don't think it's going to be the easiest, cleanest fight we have ever seen. It could be a little stalemates here and there, I feel like, like, you know, when Tyson fought Vladimir. But I think it's still going to be entertaining forever how long it lasts. And I wish both guys, you know, luck. That could be near here yeah. in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's more likely to be Wembley now, but yeah. it could have been Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it could have been, 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 been Saudi. It's, it's, we don't know where it's going to be, but I think yeah, all arrows yeah, are pointing yeah. towards Wembley. Yeah, I'm definitely here in Wembley in England right now. So. Do you know one of those random things I just thought of uh, with you? Mm. I remember I was in Kansas with you when you were fighting uh, Bogdan Dinu. Mm -hmm. And I remember walking into the bar and you and a couple of other guys were singing Backstreet Boys on the karaoke. <laughs> remember them days? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. It was, couple of my, it was my cousins. And we just, you know, was having a good time, taking the stress off, you know. Fight week for me is always a, a pleasant time for me to kind of just not think about boxing. It's weird, right? Like, fight week, I don't think I really think about boxing. You know, you're always thinking about boxing 24-7 as a fighter. And that's what's hard about the last couple of years. It's like, you know, what I've been doing from the time I was 14, 15, I'm always a fighter. Rather, right? I was in the street hustling or... You know, I never really had a nine to five. You know, I never had a job. I was always a street kid or, or boxing or fighting. So for the last, you know, three years, it's like, I don't have to think about boxing, but it's always in your mind, you know? So, you know, but fight week, it's like, I know I'm fighting on Saturday, so I don't gotta think about it. Kind of just find things to do to kind of keep your mind at ease, keep your, your stress levels level, and just relax. And then come Saturday night, ding, 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 school bell and ring. Somebody gonna fight and not hit the ring. <laughs> You're a poet and you didn't know it. Um, Gerald. You can answer, I'll ask you two questions in one and you can answer them both together. Yeah. What of the last five years would you say, if you had a regret, what would that be? Secondly, mm. what have you learned about the industry most mm. in that five years? My biggest regret. Hmm. Not listening to myself, I feel like. Not... I've always been a person to double check, triple check, four check, and I didn't do that. But at the same time, I don't regret. And I'll tell you the reason why, it's right. Because of what happened to me, it eliminated a lot of extra drama out of my life. It eliminated people out of my life that I didn't that didn't wasn't there for me. It eliminated promoters, managers that were just fake, bogus, you know, just, just you know, full of BS. So, and I'm still young. So it's a, it's a learning lesson, you know? And I also started reading a lot more and started looking at other people's life. You know, Ali was away from, what, three years from the boxing game, you know, came back, became world champion. Mike Tyson had his, had his problem with that situation. He's my idols. And 
He was away from boxing almost three years as well, too. So a lot of champions, even Floyd took off two years, you know. So a lot of fighters had times where they took away from the sport and had controversy where they were from the game for a couple of years. And they came back and became better. So I look at it like maybe this is my epiphany moment to see, you know, way I'm very spiritual where God says you're moving a little too fast. There's something around you I don't want you to be involved with and you got to slow down. And that's how I look at it at. Yeah, I regret because I want the money. Yeah, but like I said, money's not everything. Sometimes we get the money, we die. You know, look, look, look at my homie uh, from the Migos. Um, what's his name? You know, take off. All this money, young kid died. Nipsey Hussle, money died. You know what I mean? When you come from my neighborhood, it's like you hit 25, it's like you lucky. You know what I'm trying to say? So get to the age I'm at now and I understand the power of money, I understand the power of influence, I understand the power of politics, I understand the power of people being around you. It's, it was a learning process, but I know where I'm at now and I know where I want to go. I'm still the same guy. Don't get it. Don't, don't get it fucked up. I knock it over and poke your neck with a pencil. Don't get it. Don't get. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I go to UK and really hit you on your head. You know what I mean? But I've learned to just you know brush things off because I don't have an ego outside of boxing. When it comes to boxing, I'm gonna knock anybody head off. But outside of that, I just try to take my time to kind of look at stuff and be like, man, all right, I know why A and B and C comes after. That's all. Okay, well, look, I appreciate you are fighting tomorrow night. I, keep, I have to refer to this because this interview might be going out in the morning in the UK time. So he's fighting Saturday. <laughs> Gerald's fighting Saturday. Saturday. Sa Saturday, Saturday, 18th of uh, March. It's, today is actually St. Patrick's Day. So, St. Patrick's Day. Yes. So have you got any Irish friends you want to uh, shout out so to? It's so funny, right? So St. Patrick's Day is a, is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a wonderful, I guess, a wonderful time celebration. But... I learned so much about St. Patrick's Day, too, because it's not really a holiday, supposedly. Now, if you dig into the history of St. Patrick's Day, it's not really a, a holiday, you know what I mean? But I got to go into the history, but I can't remember the exact thing about it. But, hey, my name is Miller. My great my grandfather is half Irish. Um, so to all my, my Irish friends out there, man, don't drink too much. Don't drink and drive. Don't party hardy. And make sure you get home to your missus and, and lay one on for me. <laughs> okay, I thought we was going to have a Tony Thompson moment there. Um, Okay, Joe, listen, appreciate your time as always. And yeah, we'll catch up after your fight on Saturday night. We'll get a post-fight reaction and then that's where you'll be hyped up and that's when we'll get a bit of the old Gerald back. This was, this was good. This was like quite like a, a happy medium for you today. But you're chilled, you're chilled. Like I said, man, like, you know, I could have been doing interviews the whole time I was off. I just choose not to because I'm, a, I'm, I'm real, man. Like, why am I going to talk smack about? Who am I going to talk smack about? For what? What's the purpose behind that? You know, I'm a fighter. Everybody's a human being. I respect everybody's a human being. Don't get it twisted. It's when it comes to fighting, I believe what I say, and I does what I say. So for me, not being able to do my profession, nothing for me to talk about right now. As I was doing movies and music, oh, yeah, album coming out soon. I got some big things coming out. I can't say too much about it, but don't worry about it. Super sick. But... When it's time for me to talk that, you know, that, that extra sauce on it, I'm going to do what I do. That's what I talk. You know what I mean? And shout out to my little brother, David Adelaide, man. You look phenomenal in that last fight, brother. That boy can crack. <laughs> yeah, it was a good win for Adelaide yeah, last yeah, time yeah, out. Yeah. Okay, Gerald, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Um, and, yeah, we'll catch up with you after your fight on Saturday. I right, appreciate you guys, man. Blessings, man. Be safe. One love. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.